0: Hey, guys, just a quick reminder about the printable color charts by Barb Sodi Art. If you've not picked up a chart yet, be sure and do that before. I don't know. She changes the price or she no longer offers them. I don't know. Something like that could happen. You never know. Go over and pick them up. It's sort of a palette cleanser in between art projects. It's a great thing to do. I'll talk just a little bit more about those with Barb in the middle of the show. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Face Value Course, the Sharpened Artist Academy flagship course. Have you been frustrated trying to draw portraits in colored pencil? Do you want to draw people confidently and accurately, but don't know where to start? Or maybe you're just tired of copying another artist's line drawing. I get it. The Face Value Course, now in its fourth year, will give you the tools you need to create your own original portraits. You'll be given a step by step system for independent decision making, bite sized exercises, and live weekly office hours interaction to keep you accountable. Enrollment for the course is still open, and there's still time for you to join the 2021 cohort. Just go to the show notes for the link before enrollment closes. The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by UART Premium Sanded Paper. What makes it different from other sanded papers? One thing is the way that the grain is applied to the paper. There is an electrostatic charge that pulls the grain up towards the paper and is applied from the bottom up. Why does that matter? Because it's an even distribution of the grain to the paper. And so you can have very fine grains like an 800 Grade on the paper, a very velvety kind of touch to the paper. If you've never tried UART sanded paper before, then go over to the show notes, click on the link, and there are seven different grades to choose from. It comes in a beige and a dark, comes in sheets, pads, rolled, and mounted boards. And we thank UART sanded paper for their support of the Colored Pencil Podcast. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of sharpenedartist.com, and I am joined today by Giddy Richt. Giddy, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. So I can't wait to discuss this with Giddy. Giddy is uh, a portrait artist, so obviously I'm very interested in that. When I look at your work, it has such a different look and feel. So I know there's some specific reasons uh, for that. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But let's rewind the tape and let's go way back. When did you start getting interested in art, or have you always been?
1: I, I never know how to answer that question. <laughs> I've just si- since I've had knowing, I've always known I was an artist.
0: Okay. So. Okay.
1: And that's been a long time.
0: So, were you encouraged to pursue uh, art as no, a child not really. or as an adult? Uh, no one in nope. my
1: family's. I don't have come from an artistic background. Anymore. Oh, where'd that come Musical from? Musical or then? art oh, in my really? family? It just okay. yeah. No, it just something I was always interested in, and uh, okay, really wanted to pursue it more than what I have. When I graduated from high school, I remember I I asked my parents if I I wanted to go to the Ringling Brothers Art School. I wanted to pursue art, just art. I didn't want to go to college. And Uh I asked my parents upon graduation, can I go to Ringling Brothers? The answer was absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're you're 17. No, you are not going off by yourself. Uh Oh, too funny. (laughs) uh, went to the uh, University of Tennessee and uh, started taking art there.
0: What did you study? Did you study art?
1: can't remember. I think that it was illustration kind of. Illustration. Illustration design. And then I thought, what are you doing? You know, you're going to have to live in a big city to get anywhere with that. And that's not happening. Uh, so it's a little but, town that you grew up in? Yes, Clinton, Tennessee. Okay. It's just west of Knoxville. Oh, okay. The closest city to me right now is Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, okay. And gotcha. or Huddersville, Alabama. Three years into college, I decided it would be a great idea to get married. Um, so I never finished my degree. Okay, and I married a guy that was in the military. Mm. So we spent the uh, next 22 years all over the place. Oh, okay. I didn't work and raising the kid, you know, life gets in oh, the way, yeah. right? You just kind of throw your art. By the side, but previously I was strictly a uh, acrylic painter I did ah, inc- acrylics a lot. Okay. And then when my kids came along, I just put that aside. I thought, ah, I'm not getting in. I'm not going to create more chaos for myself than in getting into it. So I just put it away and just never went back yeah. to my art until really actually recently. Um, How recent? I got into color pencils in 2017. I did. If I back up a little bit further, I spent about ten years when my kids got a little bit older and they were in school, and I was into the faux finish craze. Mm. I was a faux finish artist.
0: Uh, I don't even know what that is. What is? Well, I
1: worked for a couple of interior designers. Okay. And, for example, in someone's home, there might be these two wooden columns in the living room. Okay. And the designer would decide that they didn't need to be wood. They needed to be marble, but the customer didn't want to pay a gazillion dollars to have marble columns. So you made a photo. So marble. she would hire me to make <laughs> it look like marble. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, I, so I did a lot of that. Uh, murals, did a lot of murals on walls, ceilings. Um, mm-hmm. But all that had to come, I didn't, couldn't do it very long because you're climbing ladders, you're hanging from the rafters, and there comes a the time your body just can't do it anymore. So I, I, I often wondered that.
0: about that, you know, these, these <laughs> it's muralists. Hard. It's like, oh my goodness, that's, that it that is, does look like, yeah. You know,
1: it's physical. It's yeah. very hard physical.
0: It, work. And what kind of um, paint is that? I mean, you so you were using acrylic once upon a yes. time, and then where you yes. did you use acrylic? For, I don't I have no idea what muralists use. What do they use? I,
1: I used acrylics. Okay, um, just simply because of uh, fast. Gotcha. It's, it's done fast and did not have to wait on drying time or anything. I'm not, I have only dabbled in oils and hmm. um, never really liked them too much. I can't say I gave it my best shot, but they just didn't interest me.
0: Why did they not interest you?
1: Uh, the mess. Yeah. The time it takes drying between layers, um, clean up, the smell. Yeah. And besides that, I'm very, very impatient. Well, if I'm doing, if I'm working on something, I don't want to wait a day or two for that layer to dry before I can continue on with the next layer. I like immediacy. <laughs> so. yeah, you
0: got used to that. Uh, yes. Working in acrylics, I'm sure. So yes. what was it that made you decide, okay, I, I'm not going to use uh, acrylics. I'm not going to use oils, but I'm going to, use colored pencil for portraits. What, what happened? I mean, 2017, what, what uh, caused that to, to happen? How did you see I, something you know, or what happened?
1: That's when the uh, adult coloring book craze oh, began. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right.
1: And that, when I started in the 20s, it was actually the end of 2016, I had bought some colored pencils and some coloring books as gifts for my okay. daughter-in-law's yeah and uh I bought me one, yeah, I still right. had some prismas from college days, okay, um, I don't know. I was just sitting on the porch, coloring away um uh, mindlessly, I enjoyed it. It was just a relaxing, you know, sure. uh, not thinking, just letting just doing, and right. uh, I don't know one day I just uh, I was like, who are you doing? Uh, you're an artist, why are you coloring someone else's designs in a book uh you could be doing your own designs. And I thought, yeah, okay, yeah. I've got grandkids now. I think I want to do portraits. Yeah, I'm going to use color pencils. Portraits. It's like, oh, really? Uh, can you not pick anything harder to to do <laughs>
0: and more time consuming?
1: <laughs> I tell you, and then I'm thinking, well, you know, what else are you going to do? You're going <laughs> to do? Let's do this. And I will tell you this: all these years that I've painted, I've had this mental block of portraits. I never painted people except maybe of a distance or something. Uh, I could even paint on those, person. Even on those murals. You... Right. Okay. I never, never did a portrait up close. Yeah. I could draw a person. It looked like a human, but it didn't look like anybody in particular. So I had convinced myself that I couldn't do it. So I just didn't do it. I avoided it. Um, Isn't so that the I way made it works?
0: This, That's, I, I I, I guess, mean, seriously. Uh, I, I told myself that for years. Yeah,
1: I don't know why do we do that.
0: I don't paint people when I was oil painting, a yeah. long long time ago, and I don't draw yeah. people.
1: Mm-hmm. That was yeah, me.
0: It's a story that we tell ourselves, I think.
1: Yes, it is a story.
0: So in acrylics, what were you? What were you painting?
1: Well, you know, it was all commission work, so it had to be what the customer wanted. Yeah. Um, I had kind of kind of developed this little technique, like if they had an interior bathroom with no window i would paint a faux window yeah with a windowsill and then oh. put whatever they were interested on it and then i yeah. would and i would actually paint it on loose canvas i had some frederick uh real thin frederick mural canvas mm-hmm. and i would paste it up like wallpaper oh, cut wow. it out yeah. So when you want, and then I would shade on the wall. So it really had this 3D effect and looked like a real window oh, nice. when you would walk into a windowless room. And I didn't did stuff like that. Right. But it was all acrylics. And, uh, but when you were painting
0: before in acrylics, to, mm-hmm. unless I have this wrong, um, were you painting before, like just on canvas or something before you started doing yeah. murals? Yes. Okay. Where, what subject matter were you working in back then?
1: Birds animals
0: still alive, maybe or yeah okay just
1: anything anything but people not people <laughs> not people we did not go there that was a no-no <laughs> i cannot do it
0: <laughs> silly yeah. the thing that that is fascinating to me when i look at your work is that these these portraits look like oil paintings uh Thank and you. then i read something. I guess it was on Instagram that you had done the portrait on a canvas. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Let's talk about this because I only, I only know one other person. I, there probably are more, but I don't know. Right. I, no, I know two other people in colored pencil that As work I on do. canvas. I know two people. Oh, okay.
1: I bet we know two We're the probably same the same people.
0: one. Okay. So John <laughs> Ursulo is one. John
1: Ursulo. Okay. Absolutely.
0: And then the other one is Margie Hopkins.
1: I don't know them. I oh, was going to okay. say
0: Esther Roy. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah, I, I guess I know three.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, you, you need to uh, you need to be introduced to Margie Hopkins. Uh, I do. Oh, I do. She's a fantastic artist. You started working on. Ha, d- did you do that in um, 2017? Or let's talk about that no, progression. Then um,
1: I started. Okay. You have to understand where I live.
0: Okay. (laughs) Very isolated. Okay.
1: There is nowhere to go for classes. There is nobody even in Chattanooga who teaches color pencils. Ah. So I was on my own. And at that time, we did not have fiber optics. So we had this horrible uh, internet connection. So I thought, okay, I had my pencils. I went to, I found a little art store. I went in, I thought, okay, I need paper. I bought some, uh, oh, here's a pad, color pencil. For kind of pencil drawing. Bought it. Came home. Did a drawing. I uh, probably spent one day on it. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Uh I thought, okay, uh, you don't know what you're doing. You need help. How am I gonna get help? So I just started researching online. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first people I came across was Ann kohlberg
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I ordered uh, her book and a CD on portraits. And I oh, went yeah. over that and started learning. And then I just went from there. I just started looking at everything i could find online yeah um there's so much free information uh, right. ordered some books started studying and just just kept drawing and um i quickly learned that to be successful in it you got to have the right combination of pencil and paper uh that first paper i started on i, I, I don't want to say anything really horrible about it mm-hmm. but it was terrible mm-hmm. the worst paper i've ever used in my life and and, what? and i really i quickly realized that it wasn't all me it was that paper the strathmore brand and it says colored pencil okay
0: colored pencil paper by strathmore yeah yeah
1: i, I don't know i don't know where they came up with that i really don't
0: i don't i don't care for it either i have seen some people that uh, were able to use it and and liked it but uh yeah i i I didn't care for it for uh, for colored pencil.
1: Well, and it, and I think it all boils down to how yeah, you draw your
0: technique on it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, you know, you've got to find the right combination. Sure. For you. But uh, I grad, I just, and I, and I also have to say, I learned a lot. I discovered your podcast. Oh, um, good. And I listened to you and Lisa religiously. Oh, good. Learned so much because you would talk about different papers yeah and pencils and tools and uh yeah i bought all of it uh, it cost <laughs> me a lot of money uh but i learned a lot and i just was a sponge just started pulling everything in and and learning what worked and what didn't work for me
0: so as far as papers go then mm-hmm. what did you try next uh, if you can remember like what uh what other papers oh, did you
1: try? I tried, uh, Stonehenge. Okay. Didn't like it. Didn't like it? Uh, no, I, I didn't draw and... Yeah. I went to that. I came back the next day and I'm like, what happened? Where'd it go? Yeah, it was gone. I thought, Whoa, okay, it just vanishes. This <laughs> is that doesn't work. I think that's um, the only
0: paper that happens on, but it does happen. I Some, know
1: it's a strange surface. Some people and then, try to
0: say it doesn't happen. They're like, I know oh, it happens. Yeah, it's happened it happened
1: to me. <laughs> it did. Yeah, and yeah. I thought a fairy came in <laughs> in the night and erased it. I didn't know what happened. Uh, it was very odd. Yeah, yeah. I think I finally I tried a lot of different papers. I okay. finally settled on the fabriano artistico okay i I actually loved it Uh yeah i I loved it 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 worked well for me Uh except i have a habit of erasing a lot and Mm -hmm. you know everything i learned from the beginning was no don't erase don't ever erase
0: Mm. and
1: and i'm an erasing queen Mm -hmm. i draw by subtraction so but the fabriano did good for me yeah i it does pretty pretty well with erasing oh you know it did and then one day and it might have been on oh, no. your podcast. I heard about uh, pastel mat.
0: Oh, right. Well, I so love I got that some
1: stuff. of that, and you should have been here in my studio uh, that first day. I tried the pastel mat. Not good. I was literally screaming with delight. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so it's amazing, yeah, isn't it? It's it it's it's was like this game changing yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Uh, except for <clears> it's. <throat> Quite fragile, and my erasing just didn't do too well. But I did good on it because I could correct it. You could keep going over it, light over dark. You're right. But but you you are right
0: as well that the erasing uh, has its limits. Yeah, it
1: does. It does. But (laughs) I loved. loved. I love that pastel there. I I still love it. it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I came to canvas. One day I was just sitting and thinking. I'm like, I wonder if I can do this on canvas. I'm like, okay, who does canvas? Who does pencils on canvas? And I started researching, could not hardly find any information.
0: So you just had this idea, like, I wonder if I can do that, and then you went and started looking for. Yes, yes, ah, so interesting. And, I, and
1: it also spurred me on wondering because uh, when I would get done with one of my drawings, and you know, you know, typical you. Frame it, yeah. mat it behind glass. Right. And I was always just so disappointed mm-hmm. when I framed it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the glass. Yeah. It just obscured. I don't know. And it's so maybe far it's away from me. us,
0: too, when it's behind uh, glass. Ba- you know, I'm
1: bouncing around, trying to look across yeah. glare. And, and <laughs> right. just, uh, I couldn't see the work. And I was so disappointed. So when I thought, well, if I could do it on canvas, then I don't have to put it behind glass. Yeah. Maybe I'll like that better. So I found John Ursula first, um, contacted him. Mm -hmm. We did a few emails, and he was so kind, Mm -hmm. gave me a lot of information.
0: Um, Oh, I love talking to him. He's he's a wealth um, of information. He really is. Very analytical mind. I
1: heard your uh, pod interview with him. Oh, yeah.
0: We've uh, got a podcast interview uh, with him, and I'll put that in the show notes for you guys if you're listening today.
1: He I loved his work and yeah. I just was just yeah. mesmerized by what he was able to do and I thought, okay, I can do this. Hopefully. Maybe mm-hmm. I can do this.
0: hmm The Color Pencil Podcast is brought to you by UART Premium Sanded Paper. There are so many different advantages to using a sanded paper, such as using lighter pencils like white over dark areas. That's just one of the advantages. So that flexibility allows you to keep on layering over and over again. If you've never tried sanded paper before, go over to the show notes and click on the link to get your first batch of UART Premium premium sanded paper. And we thank UART for their support of the Color Pencil podcast. Barb, let's talk for a second about these color charts. There are still artists who have had questions about them and have not picked them up yet. So what would you say, what's the biggest reason why you think a new color pencil artist or an old one like myself (laughs) uh, (laughs) might want to pick one of these up and start using it?
2: Yeah, I think the the biggest advantage to having these charts is that most colored pencil artists, once you start getting into colored pencil, it becomes a bit of an obsession. So, you, you know, definitely. you start getting all the brands and it can be really hard to keep them straight. And I find even for myself, there are certain brands I tend to use more in my artwork. But every now and then I want to venture out or a certain colored pencil line has a a slightly different, you know, that perfect color that I need for a piece. So... Having these charts for me just makes it really easy to reference that and grab the right color and forget the guesswork because a lot of times what can happen is even the barrel of the pencil isn't necessarily accurate to what the pencil looks like when you actually use it. So right. what, what I find is really helpful about this because you're filling them in yourself with the pencils that you own, you're getting a really accurate color representation. No need for having a scrap piece of paper all the time now beside you while you're working. You just have to reference your chart, just have to fill them in, do the work once, and then you have it as a resource for you over and over again.
0: Awesome. Even relying on those tips, guys. I mean, don't rely on the tip to tell you the color. That can be very deceiving as well, as we all know. So go over to the show notes and we'll have a link set up for you over there.
1: Then I found. Uh, Esther Roy, and of course, her colors just it's uh, amazing. It is just blew me away. (laughs) So she had a lot of information uh, online, you know, how her process, how she prepares her canvas and all that. So um, I took her advice and prepared my own canvas. Ah. Uh, John was taught, kept talking about, well, I think he uses a blit canvas. John, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't quite <laughs> catch what you were using, but he was talking about the feel of the canvas. He says, I go around and I feel the canvas yeah, yeah. and he just knows right, right. when it will work for him. Yeah. I now know what it's talking about. I know the feel
2: now. Okay. It took me a
1: while to get it. And you know, I kind of liken it to the difference between pastel matte and paper. Ah. You know, that pastel mat has that soft, uh yeah, softer feel to it yeah. than paper. Yeah. Well, the canvas that we're using has that little bit of a softer feel hmm. than just a regular gessoed canvas. Hmm. Uh, it's actually an absorbent surface, so it makes it a little softer.
0: Is the canvas stretched on a wooden frame? Is that what it I is? Don't,
1: I don't use it stretched on a, a wooden okay. frame. H- okay. How know, do John you? John does. He, yeah. liked, he said he likes the spring because he's got an oil painting background. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he likes that feel. He's used to it. Right. I'm not... I want a rigid So how uh, do you support. Per-
0: How do you prepare it? I just it roll to-
1: my can. I buy it by the roll and I roll it out. And the small drawings, I will put on, just tape it to a piece of foam core board. And the larger drawings, I actually staple it to a piece of uh, quarter inch uh, plywood. Yeah. so
0: let's keep talking about that process. So that's the beginning of the process. You're fixing it somewhere on some type of rigid surface. And then then what? What's next?
1: then I'm ready to draw?
0: Do you do a layout like uh, how do you, how do you go about your uh, line drawing before you start doing all the shading and you know I and the color?
1: I ch- changed my process from the very beginning okay. to now okay um when I first started, I used a duralar, uh duralar much like most people do, I think, and i I would put it up on a monitor and drew it off C- uh, traced it off, and then transferred it to my uh, canvas. Um, I quickly learned I don't need that in much information that I was putting down, mm-hmm. so I started now. I, I'm heavily edited, if at all. I every other portrait I just freehand it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'll use my little proportional divider to make sure I've got my proportions mm-hmm. correct, and, and which is easy to correct on the canvas. I might mm-hmm. add, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm free to do all the erasing I want to do. Really, well, what oh, oh, what absolutely. type of
0: eraser do you use?
1: Um. I've got several I use. I like okay. the vanish eraser uh-huh. for removing large areas. Like if I'm going to do fabric, I'll just lay in a mid tone value. And uh and I do use OMS. Okay. And once that dries, I'll just take my eraser and start pulling out the you know, the highlights of the fabric. And then just go back in and start wow. reapplying the color. So it goes real quick. I can lay in fabrics or skies, you know, the oh clouds and stuff. I'd use Because I draw by subtraction. That is how I've just always worked. Uh It's hard to change your habit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and it sounds like that kind of fits your personality style, that um, you're able to be a little more intuitive and spontaneous, it sounds like, instead of being rigidly following like. Essentially a coloring book outline, uh, which is, I'm, yes. I'm not, I'm not and putting that down. I did that. that. I did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not putting not. that down because a lot of, no, when people either. start, a lot of times they love that and they want to, and I know artists who today, you know, they've been working in the medium for decades and they still do that. Nothing wrong with it. But for me also, I'm, I'm more like you, Giddy, with that. I prefer to have minimal marks to begin with, and then I like yes. to change it up. Does it make it more accurate? No. Makes it less no. accurate.
1: <laughs> yes. But I like it better. <laughs> yes. I do, too. Okay. I do, too. Uh, that was one thing. My very early work on paper, if you go way back and look at yeah, it, it, was yeah. very tight, very illustrative. And I then when I got onto the canvas, I thought, I want this to look more like a painting rather yeah. than a drawing, uh, I'm sure. And oh I've had goodness say, that it well, does. why don't you paint with oils? I'm going, I don't want to.
0: For all the reasons we talked about at the top of the show. Yes,
1: I just, and I can do what I can do. You know, when I pick up a color pencil, it's not a pencil to me. It's a tube of paint. Uh,
0: Hmm.
1: Painters put their colors down on their palette and mix their colors on their palette. I'm putting my colors on my canvas and mixing my palette right there. Same thing. It's just a little different procedure. And let me talk, talk to you a minute about the canvas. It makes a difference what type of canvas you okay, use. Okay. I have a, a girlfriend of mine. She, uh, she just bought some cheap canvas uh-huh. stretched from, I don't know, Hobby Lobby or whatever. And she performed a miracle, but it was painful. Uh, <laughs> she actually, oh, I was with her this weekend and she brought her the drawing she'd been working on for months
0: and i said oh
1: honey i said let's do this a little bit faster yeah and uh i'm not saying it can't be done but
0: but why torture yourself i
1: mentioned i'm impatient (laughs) so it's like no i'm not gonna spend six months doing this it's just not gonna happen but you want an absorbent ground canvas.
0: Absorbent. So you have an exact brand that you can give me and we'll put I in the show do. notes? I'm going okay. to oh,
1: tell you two that's options. Awesome. Um, I prefer right now, mm-hmm. uh, it's called El Greco Canvas. Okay. And the only place that I have found it mm-hmm. is Jerry's art mm, okay I seem Okay. I did some research and somewhere I saw where it had been. I think it's made in Italy, Mm, Okay, and it's not cheap at all. It's listed on Jerry's under the watercolor canvas, and there's two. There's a Frederick's watercolor canvas and then this El Greco. Okay, I've tried both. The watercolor canvas does not work.
0: Oh, okay. So the acrylic. But the El Greco
1: does. When I look at the selvage edge of that roll of canvas, Uh I can clearly see two distinct marks of i'm going to assume gesso layers oh okay and then you move over one and then i can see this absorbent ground layer Ah. now i don't know if it's one or two or three layers i don't know okay you feel that instead of just the plain gesso there's a big difference
0: really okay i'm going to share Um, my screen really quick here with you if you don't mind um tell me if i got the right thing here so when i look at this can you see that Yes, that's it. Okay, so it says absorbent ground canvas. So, um, so yeah, I guess you're right that they're actually um, using some type of... Uh,
1: Round. Okay, it says right there, made with three hand-applied coats of a special family recipe, so it's yeah. a secret.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but but I what's, don't know what it is. <laughs> but what's cool about it is it takes anything. It looks like you can put anything on it.
1: Let me tell you, I have a little, I have a little fan deck of watercolors, and I just sort of was playing with it. Oh <laughs> my goodness! If you're a watercolor artist, you will love this stuff.
0: Uh. So, do you Uh, buy it like the eighteen by forty-one, or do you do the yards, the two hundred and seventy-five bucks worth of?
1: I just went through my first (laughs) big roll. I bought the big one. It's the huge. Got to make sure you like it, I guess. I'm out, and I've got to get more. And it's yeah, like I said, it's a little pricey, but gosh, it's uh, well, I don't have to do anything to it. I roll it out, and I go. Yeah,
0: I mean, how long did that last you? I mean, that probably lasted a while. I'm guessing
1: it's probably been maybe eight months or so. So close because to I draw, a year. I draw big. Yep. I draw big. So and you're I drawing all the time
0: quick. too, right? So uh,
1: almost every day. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's that's really not that bad. I mean price wise.
1: No, no I guess not. I
0: mean it's um, all up front, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll give you a an alternative to that because I know some okay, people yeah I'm, uh, I'm sure uh, that would not be, be able to be uh, to spend that kind of money. You can take any canvas um I would say maybe a 14 or 15 ounce canvas. It's not real smooth. It's Mm -hmm. not real heavily textured. Just your average canvas. Okay. And what I would do is I would put one more coat of gesso on it and slight, and when I say slightly, slightly sand it. Okay. And then put a couple coats of Art Spectrum. Okay. I'm reading this off because I can't remember. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Art Spectrum Color Fix Pastel Primer. Okay. Uh, This is what... Esther Roy uh, uses yeah, on her canvases and put a couple coats of that on and sand between. And you essentially have the same thing as El Greco. Doesn't work quite as well okay. um, for me. Um, I see a difference. I don't know that most people would see a difference okay. right away, but it is an alternative. Mm-hmm. It does work. So there you have it. That That's a cheaper way to go.
0: But when you get but this. But you've got to do the work. Yeah. And when you get the El Greco, uh, you're ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah. That uh, that appeals to me a lot. I mean. Um, you
1: know, in the CPSA, they say no uh, prepared. You have to have. Oh, you're right. You can't prepare it, your own ground. Yeah. So it has to surface. be prepared so, by
0: the manufacturer. You're right. Yeah. I, I that's don't a good, have
1: to prepare. It. That's it's, a good it's point. It's ready to roll.
0: Excellent point. And guys, I mean, what we're talking about here is something that you could test for. 26 bucks for the 18 by yes. 41 so that's not bad did at all a
1: sample yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's very cool that's
1: what i did after i finished talking to john ursula mm-hmm. i i went online and i ordered every sample of canvas i could find because i don't have access to canvases around me yeah except for hobby lobby they're not going to have one i
0: no, right
1: um and that particular one i bought the sample and again I was dancing around and screaming over here, <laughs> just like I did with the pastel yeah. mat. It was wonderful. Now,
0: have you ever <laughs> gone back to the pastel mat after you found this one that you really love? In a oh, word, Very no. interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because this canvas, I call it the no-mistake canvas. Uh, I can erase it to my heart's content. Wow. Doesn't damage it. I can do. I can scrub it. I could bleed it. I can do whatever I want, and nothing happens. I can. This is the way I work. You have convinced I'm, I'm a, me.
0: You have convinced. I'm a bit me. of a roughneck. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just <laughs> well, am in there. I,
0: yeah, I mean, but well, you have options. I mean, that's the cool thing you about do have it. Options. You know, you work on some papers, you don't have any options. I mean, well, you have a few, but a lot of that's times it's valid. like. It's like, yeah, it's done, you know, as soon as you exactly. build up a few layers. Your your
1: margin of error is so much smaller on paper. And you're saying that if
0: you uh, use solvent, you can even erase.
1: Oh, I erase with solvent.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, after, I, it, I after with it dries, it. you're still able to go in there and erase. I can, yes. Yeah, that's pretty Absolutely.
1: cool. Absolutely. And you know what I find interesting about it is, I can erase that canvas like a solid black. I should have brought Man. my sample up here. Yeah. Down to almost white. Oh, wow. It's like, how does it absorb into that canvas yeah. yet I can still pull it out? I don't That's know how what that I'm works. Wondering, I have yeah. no answer for that. Is, I don't know how it works. Yeah, Is this white?
0: I mean, it looks like it's not like a true white i guess it's like no
1: it isn't it's kind of a creamy warm kind
0: of white or something okay
1: oh yellowish yeah yeah maybe white okay uh it's not pure white right right
0: okay when you begin and you start and you're building up your layers like how how many layers will this take and how long does a piece take you to complete Do we have an idea? Uh, You know,
1: it takes me, I'm going to say half the time I used to start on paper. Okay. Okay. Um, When I begin my drawing, it's very sketchy. Okay. It's very grainy. Uh I don't use sharp pencil points at all. Yeah, you can do it that way, but you're going to be, it's just like you're working on rough cold pressed paper.
0: You don't need to use. You don't need to do that.
1: And I've, I've also seen some comments here and there about, oh yeah, man, that canvas, it it eats your pencils up real fast. No, it doesn't. at all.: So
0: people say about sanded paper too uh, and it doesn't right. I don't I don't feel like
1: No, that. it doesn't. Uh, I work in a sketchy way, and I actually use the side of my pencil, my initial sketch mm. before I OMS it. And I will say this. Mm-hmm. I'm not a purist in technique, but mm-hmm. I am a purist in the fact that I use only color pencils. Oh. And OMS, I don't use any pan pastel, watercolor, nothing.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Just color pencils. And I've done that on purpose because I want to see how far I can push it. What can I do? What can I manage to manipulate these pencils well, in different ways? Well, you are
0: certainly pushing it farther than I have seen Uh, in a long, long time, guys. If you've not seen Giddy's work, uh, we'll have a a link in the show notes. There, check out her Instagram page or Facebook page. Um, the thing that just amazes me is when I look at the hair. That is just so beautiful. It's so realistic. But here's here's the thing. If you've not seen her work yet, then this might sound odd, but it. It is, uh, you're not looking at a lot of the finishing touches with little individual hair. You're seeing hair that looks like the most realistic oil painting you've ever seen. In my opinion, that's the way I interpret it. It's realistic. It's beautiful. But when you look at it really up close, it it is amazingly simple. And it's like, wow, how does she do that? you You know just how much to put in and just how much to leave out. Now, I don't know how you've mastered that so well, but to me that that is just masterful. It's just done. It's just a stellar job on that. i I don't know. Hey, can you say anything about drawing hair? I am
1: <laughs> I am laughing to myself. <laughs> uh, hair has been my nemesis mm. for so long.
0: Well, it and looks what you so just good.
1: said is is le- leading me down that path. When I started out, it was every hair, every hair didn't look real. Doesn't look
0: real when you do that. Um,
1: I started then, and I've learned. Edit your what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Simplify it. Right, mass right. it in. You can go back and add details later. But it's it's more about the light, I think, mm-hmm. than the strokes. Are you getting the light right? that's hitting the hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's what i'm and i'm mm. pretty interested in that right now is the light i i'm i'm loving learning about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to get better at it um mm. i look at uh i'm i'm name dropping today cecile baird <laughs> no it's good <laughs> uh you know her oh yeah yeah Gosh.
0: That's amazing the stuff. The light
1: that she manages to pull into her work, yes. and and, I, and it dawned on me the other day. I thought, man, you know, it's. I think it's because she's so not afraid of her darks, and I learned that from her. Don't be afraid of the darks, yeah. and we all are.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I'm still working on that. Yeah, I'm pushing it more and right, more, right. and I'm I'm learning more and more from it. So yeah, it's a uh,
0: what. So when people say to you, um, "Wow, well, Giddy." This looks like an oil painting. Is that a compliment to you?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not trying to fool anybody. Um, yeah. I just did it because I don't like glass. If uh, I can okay. frame these up, yeah. varnish them just like an oil paint, it, pop it into a floater frame, and I'm I'm gone. And I'm happy I can see it. So I mean, how'd, That's how'd, my main motivation.
0: Very cool. So what do you uh, do to prepare the surface then after you've got it framed without any glass?
1: Okay, I I still have it on my board, stapled or taped. Okay, and I'll put about ten spray coats of a varnish. Okay, in a gloss. Oh, Okay, uh, you can take your artwork and lay it kind of like that, and you can see in the light, you right. know, where it's dried areas. So I just keep spraying it until that's covered. Yeah, and then I hit it one time with a satin uh, mm. finish on top because of I want to knock that. I want to knock the gloss not down because the gloss, so the gloss reminds me of glass, yeah. and I'm like, no, I don't want to go there. I'm I'm not into shiny. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I do, and then I take it off the uh, the board and um, stretch it on stretcher bars.
0: Is there a particular brand of uh, spray that you prefer?
1: I use Golden's. Okay, yeah, with the UVLS. Yep. Um, there there's so many sprays. I honestly don't think it makes any difference. Just right. Well, I guess whatever you prefer. Very cool. Okay, but I do like the the, whatever the stuffs in it that keeps it from fading. You know, helps that way. Yeah, right. But I've always been confused when people say, "Oh, you you know, you got to frame it; it don't get damaged." I'm like, "What? Do you walk on the walls? I mean, how's it going to get damaged?
0: (laughs) Right? I don't understand (laughs) that. Walk on the walls.
1: (laughs) I don't. You know, it's like it's hanging on the wall." How it with a, get with a floater,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, you're right there. You're seeing it. You could touch it, you know, but you protected it. So
1: I do, uh, and most and people, I do have. Uh, I do have some framed uh-huh. on paper uh-huh. and pastel mat, mm. no, glass, no glass, and I've I've glued it on a um, cradle board. But what What did you like.
0: use? Like yes, glue or something, or something? I
1: use that Golden's uh, heavy body. Uh, okay acrylic paint same, uh,
0: same kind of thing it's just, yeah. yeah yeah i don't think it's an absolute must to have it behind glass or acrylic or or a uh, plexiglass or whatever there's something about when i see a piece that doesn't have glass in front of it there's something about it that is just so enjoyable to me
1: oh i love yeah. it oh and a
0: minimalistic frame also oh so good
1: yeah, I like the floater frames because mm-hmm. they're just simple and don't detract mm-hmm. from the artwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool. Anything else about the process uh, that you can tell me? To be about cover. It's just it
1: a. It's just a matter. Of, you know, I will probably go over a piece. I lay my pencil down. Mm-hmm. I OMS the whole thing. It's quite messy at that point. Mm-hmm. I'll go over it again. OMS again. Uh, and I might do that maybe four times, and then I'm ready to detail out. I, it's so quickly that it, it mm. the image comes up for me and fills in, and then I can start uh, detailing out. Mm. I use a little bit of heat sometimes with a handheld hairdry- hair dryer. Okay. Um, hm. Like if I had a little area on the cheek and I wanted to add just a slight tint of pink, uh-huh. I'll just lay my pencil on the side and just slightly rub it across the canvas, pick up the brush heat it up a little bit and just feather it out. And I get that little blush of pink oh, without wow. making marks. Oh, my goodness. That um, sounds
0: so fun.
1: It's, it's intuitive. really a simple process. That. It's just, uh, and if you make a mistake, um, no problems. I had a portrait almost finished. And it was of my granddaughter. And, of course, I know her very well. Uh-huh. But her mouth, her smile, just I couldn't it wasn't there mm-hmm. i couldn't get it and i tweaked it and tweaked it and i finally thought, ah, picked up my vanished eraser and i completely erased the mouth wow. on a portrait that was All almost done, finished huh?
0: yeah wow
1: and by the end of the day i had it i had it i got it yeah put it back yeah. in everything was fine so uh this process works for me wow that's. i don't know that it would work for well, everybody i'm gonna but try it i find it very easy yeah You've um, convinced
0: me to at least try it. I, I'm excited.
1: It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I love
0: trying different things and new things. I do too. Um,
1: and do you want me to tell you what pencils I use? Yeah, used? that's
0: what I wanted to talk about next is uh, <laughs> yeah. the pencils.
1: Uh, my primary love of my life is my Luminance pencils. Uh, I could not live without oh, those. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess my next favorite are my light fasts, my Derwent light fasts.
0: Oh, okay. Good.
1: Yeah. Absolutely love those. Uh, I use the door drawing as well. I like those a lot for my backgrounds. Mm. They're so soft Mm -hmm. and I can lay down so fast.
0: Nope. And I have a handful.
1: I do have a set of polychromos. I don't, I use them at the end. Uh, if I want to put more detail, in, I will grab those because they, they will hold up and I can get a more finer detail with them. But, uh, that's something I'm trying to avoid. This is why I'm using canvas. I can't quite go to the level of detail that I did with, say, on the Fabriano. Yeah. Um, and that's a good thing because I it stops me. Yeah. Uh, my My goal is not to be so tight and illustrative. I want to move more into a looser painterly look, uh-huh. and I'm still working on uh-huh. that. Uh, I'm gonna. Get looser and looser. I hope my work starts changing a little bit. Every day, I try to do something different. And at the end of the day, I look at the body of my work and I'm going, ah, it's all the same. I'm trying to change, and it's like I keep going back instead of I guess I have to learn to stop. I keep going, yeah, I need to I need to stop at a certain
0: hmm, point. yeah
1: and um I'm working on that,
0: okay. what about the size? You've gone larger, right, more recently, oh, yeah. or okay?
1: Yeah, I've got one now. Uh, it's two feet by three feet down here at the bottom. Wow! And three quarters of it is sky, uh, <laughs> and I put it in in no time mm. with my method. You can you can take your pencil, lay it on the side on that canvas, and just scrape across. It's very grainy. Mm-hmm. Take a rag mm-hmm. with OMS and just, and you've got sky.
0: Oh, wow. instantly. Now, do you ever get rid of the graininess or the um, the texture? Yes. Okay, yes. Just by building okay. up a lot of layers, just like in anything right.
1: else. I mean, you know, when you look at my, it's so different looking at it online versus yeah, yeah, in person. Right. Um, it's it's reading more detailed, I think, online uh, in my photos than it is in person. Uh, okay. Um. Well, we're probably yeah, looking see- at
0: it a little more compressed like we're seeing it in smaller maybe sizes so. you know i'm sure
1: yeah maybe so mm-hmm. than
0: what it is in reality you mostly do portraits or do you only do portraits are you doing it
1: right there? now i'm concentrating on portraits okay. primarily uh because i've realized that it's going to take the rest of my life to kind of <laughs> halfway master this
0: i, I came to that <laughs> same realization <laughs> yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like
1: yeah i'm getting it and i'm like no you're not he's like this you've gonna, got 10 more years yeah, to go right. here girl
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too funny. I've
1: studied. I have studied. I I can honestly say I've probably studied every single kind pe- of pencil person in the world at some point. <laughs> right, Or right. looked at it. Yeah. And I've gone through all of them. Uh, So now I'm studying the oil painters. Yeah.
0: So what? what is some of the best advice that you ever received when you started out?
1: Probably the one thing that stands out the most to me is just. Get out of your own head, mm. uh drop the fear, yeah this isn't so precious yeah. it's it's just draw, I just have fun and mm. uh don't take it so seriously. uh take your study seriously, yeah. I mean, come on, you've gotta really work out I don't know who it was that said, I'm trying to think at the artist, oh, she said, well, you know you you gotta get ten thousand hours in before you really start to grasp something to
0: Malcolm Gladwell 10,000
1: hours (laughs) I'm like wow that's like what how many years is that (laughs) okay I'm way behind uh yeah but uh uh yeah it's and I've just learned also that another thing I've learned is you I haven't taken many uh actual classes in fact I've only taken one color pencil class oh yeah but um you could take classes until the cows come home, but until you sit down you do it. and draw yeah. every day and put the hours yep. in, you're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: you must practice
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, daily. And that's, e- I do, mm-hmm. even if it's 30 minutes. Right. And wow, with pencils, we can do that. Right. Um, right. You know, there were many times when I was, acrylic painting and I think, oh, I want to paint today and I'm like, oh, but I only have an hour. I mean, I don't want to get all that out. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't do mm-hmm. it. I don't have that excuse mm-hmm.
0: now. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so easy. Right.
0: I love that. So um Giddy told me something very interesting before we started. She taught a class was it a class or a workshop? Or or it my doesn't workshop. matter. I mean, the same thing. I like so. to
1: consider it a collaboration between artists. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just yes.
0: excited about that. I mean that that is congratulations. That is, that is so it's so Thank fun you. and rewarding to actually help other artists. I feel like I mean to me it's 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 the passion of my life, and it's just something that I, I never knew that I would be that passionate about it. Uh, But I love teaching. Um, And you were talking about just that, that joy that you felt being around other artists like that, who were Uh, delightful moments and that kind of thing. It's just so
1: fun. Oh, Um, Yeah. So what, what. Don't you, don't you love it when you see it in their face? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When they get it. Oh yeah.
0: I like it when I see in their face, the anticipation too. Like they're wanting to know something, you know, love that too. Yeah.
1: It's incredible. I mean, the way it makes you feel. Yeah. I now know how you feel. Yeah. What about the <laughs> what awesome. about the
0: future? Are you going to do this some more? I don't, what do you think?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I just I haven't thought yeah. beyond that at all. Yeah. I I I did this class because I had several people uh, email and say, "Oh yeah, you're going to do Zoom. You're going to yeah. have a class." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, I I don't know about Zoom. I don't know anything about it." <laughs> And, and so I kind of put it out there, yeah. you know, would anybody, would anybody come? Of <laughs> would course.
0: Anybody actually show up? Of course.
1: And, uh, yeah, we had a full class yeah, and, I'll um, bet. it was just so fun. That's so exciting. Uh, I liked it enough that, yeah, I probably would do it again. Awesome. I just don't want to
0: Yeah. I saw that you were in Southwest Art Magazine. I was so yes. excited about that. Uh, you belong there. As soon as I saw Thank that, you. I thought, yeah, she she needs to be there. That that is that's so
1: And that was so incredible. Uh, that was a piece that I did on um uh, I think that's on Fabriano. That was oh, on paper. Really? Wow. Okay. Um and it's too detailed for my taste now. <laughs> you know how we we yeah, change well, our, well, our thoughts about yeah, our own yeah, work and
0: Yeah, and our style, our our taste. Starts changing, and our our style preference, you know, starts yeah to change. So when you started out, did you label it at all, or did anybody label it? Say, oh, mm-hmm. you're doing realistic, or hyper-realism or photorealism, or anything. any of these labels people like to throw right. around.
1: I I felt <laughs> like I'm just I I wanted to do representational type representational art. art. Yeah. Um, where in that spectrum, I don't know where yeah, all, yeah. I fall. Yeah, yeah. I really. Like I said, I have more of an interest now in moving toward more looser work Mm -hmm. and not as tight as I have been.
0: When you're Um, looking at work, like online or elsewhere, mm -hmm. do you enjoy more looking at uh, artwork that is a little looser than as well, I guess?
1: I do. It captures my attention. Mm -hmm. I was playing a little head game with myself the other day. I, I love looking, flipping through Instagram looking mm. at everyone's art it's just so inspiring and
0: right i right. thought
1: okay what as is you're scrolling through what is it that's catching my attention what's yeah. stopping me in my tracks sure. And nine times out of ten and this is odd it's black and white graphite drawings uh yeah. anything with that i guess it's the high contrast that's stopping me i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and works that are have more brilliant color
2: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
1: If it's pastel-y mm. in any way, I just scroll right past it. It doesn't stop me. Mm. Um, and I'm just just now uh, two weeks ago I started a, a drawing in black and white, and I'm I'm doing this backwards. Don't you start in black and white and then move to color? Um, it's just got me kind of interested, and so I'm going to yeah. do black and white with pencil, color pencil. Yeah, I. But I think I can do the same thing with pencil.
0: Very yeah, cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure pencils. you can. Yeah.
1: So I'm giving that a go now. We're going to have to be doing some different things here. Try okay. i got some ideas in my head, and who knows if they're going to work or not. We'll see. Okay.
0: So what kind of goals do you have for your art? Uh, like, are you uh, represented in a gallery, or do you have plans to do that, or do you do commission work or anything like mm-hmm. that that you can tell us?
1: No, I've, I I don't do commissions. Okay. I've never been asked to do a commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent so many years doing kind of that thing, yeah, you know, yeah. a commission type jobs that you know when you when you start doing that, it becomes this awful job you have to do, and then it's not fun anymore. And <laughs> I'm very blessed that I don't have to make a living mm-hmm. with my art. You get to a certain age, you're like, okay, so oh, I'm running out of time here. Um, let's see what we can do, and and. Being in portraiture, as you well know, gosh, the time it takes to study that and Mm -hmm. perfect it and hone it is just Mm
2: -hmm.
1: also time consuming. It Uh, is. And to get really good at it, you've got to put the work in and it's going to take a lot of time.
0: You feel like you're running out of time? You said.
1: Yeah, I kind of do. Well, I mean, if I live to be 100, it's not going to be long enough.
0: Right. Right.
1: For, For me to get out of my head onto paper what's there it's not enough time yeah one of my subjects that i that i paint a lot is my neighbor tim he's a cowboy
0: i noticed that yeah
1: uh he came over the other day and he says okay i just want to know something it's like how do you do how do you do this
0: he asked you that
1: yes and i said well i don't know i said it goes in my eyes and it comes out my fingertips. That's all I can tell you. And then he goes, well, do I get a model fee? I said, absolutely not. He's a character.
0: He looks like he is.
1: Yeah, he is. He's got all kinds of stories. You'd love him.
0: Oh, it's too funny. So it's
1: I a- don't, I don't really think too much about, him. I take my own photographs. I don't. Copy anybody else, and I try uh-huh. to sneak around. I like incognito where they don't know I'm taking photos.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: um, I just draw who's around me, what's mm-hmm. around me. I don't set mm-hmm. up models and all that. I Tim's my model, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I don't even own a camera, John. I don't, I wouldn't know how to do that with your cell one. phone. The cell phone, yeah. that's
0: very cool, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean only. <laughs> a
0: cell phone I mean, it works now, I mean it just does such a good you know, job. My
1: iPad takes nice pictures too, yeah. I use that, yeah, um yeah, I don't know, I don't even know how to work the camera they, and they I work. did learn something interesting, you know i i've I've heard over and over again they say, oh, you must you really need a good, clear uh reference photo, mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, none of mine are, mm-hmm. they never are mhm. And uh, I did one of my granddaughters. She's holding a candle. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, it's all yeah, dark it's background. Beautiful. Well, she and I, were we were in a, a tent. You know how you make tents in yeah. your bedroom? Oh, yeah. Cross chairs. We were in a tent that was very dark. And I took, she didn't even, she wasn't aware that I was even taking photos. And yeah, I snapped yeah. probably 20, 25 photos. And when I got home, I'm looking and I'm thinking, these are terrible. You can't see anything. It's just dark and it's blurry and it's horrible and it's awful. And I thought, ah. <laughs> I like this one. I'm going to go for it. Well, I learned that maybe that's not always necessary. You can use your own artistic imagination to feel right. in things you now, can't see.
0: Right. Now, back in 2017 or 2016, when you started, that might have been a real uphill battle, right? Would you would Oh, it you was. Say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you probably can approach a blurry photo yes. with a little more ease
1: <laughs> Absolutely. than you could back then. Yeah, I don't even yeah. care if the photo is clear. Right, right, right. Uh, I've seen things online. People say, oh, I, I've got a commission. This is terrible. I'm thinking, well, I'd use it. Well, it wouldn't stop me. <laughs> things have changed from the, four years ago.
0: Yeah, right. Sure. Okay. And
1: I do a portrait. I've got this specific portrait I do every few years, mm-hmm. the same one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I do it just for me. What? Uh, the same my, photo reference or something? The or? same exact photo. Just so that I can see progression or ah, where I need to work or, and I can see what I need to work on. It's, it's interesting to do that. Yeah. I've encouraged people to do that. Yeah. Maybe once a year and then wait after huh. a couple of years, wait two years and do the same uh, reference photo again.
0: You're doing and it in boy, the same size you'll be surprised. Also? Yeah. Same size. Uh-huh. You'd
1: be surprised what, what you see. Oh, I bet. And how you can learn from that.
0: I'll bet. Do you ever get to it and like, ah, oh, this again?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's.
0: Next year, it's you're going to be like, of a task. Oh, this uh, one again.
1: <laughs> I think it's. You're getting big. quicker,
0: right? Probably. I'm
1: Maybe. getting really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am getting fast. It takes me on average probably yeah, 40 hours to do a, I usually work big, uh, yeah. I don't know, 14 by 18 mm-hmm. Like I said, I've got one now that's two by three feet, but I kind of stay in a, maybe an 18 by 24 range, something in there. Okay. And I'm putting bigger ones, maybe 50 hours in. And uh, yes, I do take, I do keep track of my hours. I'm weird. You do. Uh, I have a little card that I lay on oh. my table and I put the date and the time I start working and then I'll not you know, it's like a time I make my own time card, mm-hmm. put it in the slot, ching-ching, <laughs> and then, you know, when I'm done. Um. I'm just curious to see yeah. how long it's taking me to do something. And it's been a really good judge from the beginning, which is a hundred hours on an eight by 10. Really? Come on. Uh, now I could do it probably 20 out, 15, 20 hours, right? Sort of a, uh, for my own information. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Are that's you getting faster. Of course, you know, they say in color pencils, slow down. I'm the opposite. Mm -hmm. Let's go fast. Let's see Mm -hmm. how fast we can go.
2: Right. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't want to. My, in my class, my, my ladies were, I'm like, okay, don't, don't get your pencil and do these little circles. You know, we don't have time for that. I said, do this, you know, and I'm scribbling and they're like all horrified and like, oh, (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's okay. You're on this canvas. It's, yeah. The canvas is a cure all. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you.
0: Oh, those little circles would drive me insane. I got to be honest. Um, I mean, once in a while, I'll use it for texture or whatever, but it's it, to draw like that, that would drive me insane, to be real honest about it.
1: I, I just years, can't do it. Um, that's kind of how I learned in the beginning. Many, many very light layers.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I have a 50 pound hand, and it's just like, <laughs> no. Well, it's good to know.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing about yourself, too. You're a little methodical, it sounds like. You like to know how long a piece takes you. Um, I do. Can I ask you really quick about a couple of things? How long you're in the studio, when you start, that kind of thing, and then the organization of your pencils.
1: Uh, you see my pencils over there? Oh, yep. Yep. I have them all in these round. Okay. Um, Bins, yeah. I, I I lose my mind when they're in the tins, the original tens Yeah, you know, just right. uh, I I have them sorted by brand and by color. So like all the okay. oranges and reds. So I just because I draw, just I'll I'll look and go, oh, I need an orange or I need a yeah. red or I need, a, and I just grab that group of pencils up, flip through, pull out the one I want, stick mm-hmm. it back. It's quick and it's got a meaning to it. And yes, mm-hmm. I'm. I told you, I'm impatient. I have to have immediate. <laughs> if I think it, it's got to happen right then. Right then. Yeah. I can't stand to be looking for things. Yeah. And what was the other question? Well, yeah, so I'm say. just
0: wondering about like studio practice and uh, like rituals mm. or mm-hmm. routines, you know, that you do in the morning time. Uh, mm-hmm. and then throughout your work day and evening, do you have a certain time that you start and end? And things like that. No,
1: not really. Um, okay. I am in my little studio, which is a little world. Garage type thing. Okay. Every single day, I draw every single day that I'm home, which Mm -hmm. is with COVID, I'm home pretty much all the time now. But I'll come in and I might draw. I usually get in maybe three to four hours a day. That would be kind of an average. Okay. Uh, I have done 10 hour days. Yeah. Killed me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I will come in. I might draw for an hour. Then I'm, Tired. I'm bored. Mm -hmm. I'll go outside and mow an acre or two of land. Then I'll come back in and draw for thirty minutes. Then I'll go Mm. take the dogs for a walk. And so I'm in and out, moving around all day long, but I'm drawing. And that and that break is nice.
0: Oh yeah, those are. I'm sure you do that too. You just
1: sort of step away from it for a few days and come back later. Yeah,
0: and I force myself to take a break every hour. Whether I think I need well, that's it a good or not, idea. yeah, I yeah, haven't that's always done that, idea. but I I try to do that. I set timers to make myself do it. Otherwise, yeah. I won't do it.
2: Yeah,
1: you get in the zone and you yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: you don't even want to stop. You know, it's like no, no, I don't want to stop. So, right. um, what about hobbies? Do you have any other hobbies uh, other than than drawing? What else do you do?
1: I um, well, I have my horses. Oh, uh, very cool. I used to ride, but okay. I don't anymore because. Yeah. I have a lot of hardware in my neck now. Uh, <laughs> Falling off a horse would not be too cool at this point yeah, in my, at, my, at my age. But I still have them, and I mess with them. I've got all kinds of animals, and we live on this farm. And Nice. In the summertime, there's a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. from pond cleaning to fence fixing and feeding the animals, mowing mm-hmm. and trimming. And Winters are lovely. I love the winter break. It's beautiful. It gets a little bit of snow. Mm-hmm.
2: It's
1: uh But the gardening, I garden.
0: Okay, very cool.
1: That's pretty much it.
0: Awesome. All right, and time with the grandkids, I'm sure. Oh, they live close, I guess.
1: About an hour from. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, about an hour.
0: Very nice. Thank you so much uh, for sharing as much as you did. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, Joe. It's been wonderful, and uh, I'm so glad that you agreed to come on here.
1: I love sharing information. Anybody can ask me anything at any time, and I'll. I'll try my best to help
0: you. Very cool. I love it. Well, you've got, um, you know, you've enlisted me now um, in this. Um,
2: Are you going to give it a try? I John?
0: am going to give it a try. I a new Auto surface. I'm a sucker for a new surface, I'll tell you. <laughs> there's a, you don't have to twist my arm very hard to make me try a new <laughs> surface. So. And it sounds like I might up, like it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I put, I've got a couple little videos. Showing kind of close up my little technique. Yeah. So when you get your canvas, go look at that.
0: Okay. Is that on uh, Facebook or or Instagram? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll have to plumb the depths of your wall. I'd love to know what you think about it. Yeah. I'll let you know. I really would. That's that's exciting.
1: I got all thumbs up for my class. Everybody was just had never used canvas and they all loved it.
0: Were they, but were they experienced with colored pencil at all or?
1: Yes, all of them. Oh, color very cool artists, and, and quite accomplished color pencil artists. Oh, that's uh, that's very. Guess exciting. they were just looking for a new surface. Yeah, one gal says, "Oh my gosh, this has changed my life. I'm going oh, so fast wow. now. I think she was a bit uh, impatient, like me. Yeah, well, I
0: think
1: that's, that's what me. attracted her to to what I do anyway. So what?
0: <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> it was yeah, fun. that's that's the that's the uh, the problem with. Because you're tempted to switch mediums whenever you start finding that out about yourself, that you're too impatient to just sit there for hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, if we can stay in the medium, I would love to do that. And, of course, I'm going to do that. Um, How many students were in that class? Just curious. Uh, Seven. Seven. Oh, such a good number.
1: Where we had the class, they put a, a limit yeah. of eight in the class yeah. because of COVID. covid yeah and one lady had a conflict she had to bow out so we had seven and i gotta tell you that was actually a really good number it's because a good I number felt, i felt like i could uh, really get around you, to everybody real yes, well and we worked very, well as a group So it's very it just,
0: intimate you, yes yeah, yeah yes and you I can help that. more people uh more you can help each individual more uh when right. it's small like that i mean Bigger groups are have, a lot of do you fun. Have, but...
1: Do you have small, uh, keep your group small so that you can...
0: Uh, I don't teach in person anymore, but when I did, uh, sometimes they would end up being four, five, six, seven, things like that when I taught at I mean, Plaza Art. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, now that they're online, they're usually a lot bigger. All right, Giddy, thank you so much for coming on here. I really appreciate it. This was so much fun. And it was fun thank you, John. getting to know you a little bit better as well. Uh, and now I've got a new surface to try. And if you're listening today, you've got a new surface to try. You know, you don't know if you're going to like it or not, unless you give it a shot and try it out. So, all right, guys, this is a weekly show. Uh, it comes out every Monday. So the video version, though, is over there in Member Circle. If you want to join us over there, it right now, it's $8.99 a month. So anyway, that's part of Monthly Sharpener. And we would love to have you over there. Reach out to the show by emailing podcast at If you enjoyed the show, tell someone else about the show and consider leaving a rating and or a review. Appreciate that. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.